The Dead Set Legends are up in a sec. And it'll be worth the wait. You don't have to wait for the Toyota Kluger. It's in stock now at Newtown Toyota East Big Park. Uh, yeah, over the last six months, let's do a little uh, swing around. Anything for you? Uh, Off season? Any news? N- absolutely nothing. Kids grown? Yeah, a little bit. One's picked up a swear word or two, but we, we ignore <laughs> that. But no, not much from over the last six months. Britain. Mm. Uh, no, not a whole heap. We bought a new house. So oh, nice. That was uh, nice. Backyard for the dog to run around, but that's Beautiful. about it. But Congratulations. I believe one mm. of our team members has had a very, very big off-season. What's happened? <laughs> I got a new pair of cord shorts, which uh-huh. I really like, so I wear them a lot. Yep. Um, no, I, uh, I was flat out uh, after a lot of pressure last year, mainly from you two, mm-hmm. Yeah, my long-standing partner, Riley, and... It's been three years and three and a bit now, and she was getting a bit antsy. You guys were giving me the pressure. She'd listen to the radio once a week to you guys, give yeah. me grief. So I thought, you know what? Stuff it. I'll, I'll uh, get down on the knee and propose here. Yeah. And I did that via, how did I do it, Zave? I'm not sure. Oh, that's what I'm here to listen. I'm, well, I'm here to understand how a romantic mm, like yourself does okay. it. We gave him the idea. Remember, oh, you, did remember? It, you didn't do it as a review session, did you? <laughs> Yeah, so we gave her the mid-year review last year. <laughs> gave her a mid-year review. We gave her the mid-year review. Yeah. So naturally, what follows the mid-year review? The end of season review. <laughs> so I went to the end of season review. Right. They saw some tweaks. I saw a shift in behaviour. Yeah. I saw a shift it's in behaviour. Ross talk. <laughs> yep. Well, nice. Hey. You bought in. You was there a presentation? Wait, set the scene. We in your lounge room with a yeah. PowerPoint. What's happening? Yeah. Did you have a yeah, few power. under your belt just to ease the tension? Yeah, I was. I was actually packing yeah. the old strides. The court of bench. So the end of season review kicked off, and I said, "Look, it was my birthday, um, so I made the my birthday about Riley. Yeah, so nice. that, it was my birthday, and I thought, all right, I need something about me. So I did a quiz about me. So I did a quiz. What sort and of she questions? Had, did you um, roll in the quiz? Like 2013 qualifying final stats, all of that. <laughs> 30, 31 and 3 or something? 37 and 3. <laughs> oh, a bit lower. But we'll go to 37. Okay. <laughs> so I said to Riley, I said, if you can get 75% on this, yeah. I'll give you a night out and I'll pay for dinner and all of that. Which I probably should be doing anyway, to be fair. I was going to say, if you once off, I wouldn't have thought. But uh, yeah, I don't, imagine, I'm just picturing myself just saying, make her work for it. it wor- you it get worked. 75% of this quiz, I'll pay for dinner tonight. It, it worked perfectly. Yeah. It worked absolutely perfectly. One of the best questions was um, I met Riley on the 2018 Grand Final Day. And I said, what was significant about 2018 Grand Final Day? And everyone in the West, our, our adoring listeners, would know that West Coast won the Premiership. Mm-hmm. And Riley obviously answered, oh, well, we met. Really quickly, yeah. write it down on a sheet. But the answer was actually Dom Sheed broke the hearts <laughs> of the Magpie Army. <laughs> so she didn't get that one right. So yeah. that ducked her just right onto the precipice of 75%. She got 75% and I gave yeah. her the bonus question and I pressed the oh, space the bonus bar. bonus question. It, yeah, the bonus question. It popped down and it... Uh, Really slowly spun out, and you know, I'd have a look at old school PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, I was down there, and because it was on the screen, I didn't feel like it was appropriate to say it. Yeah, so it was on the screen, so I thought it was implied. Riley kind of wasn't feeling what was going on. <laughs> And um, yeah, so I got the got the yes eventually. Yep. Once I said, "Well, what's going on here?" And away we go. And, and oh. so Mick Marlowe engaged uh, to his beautiful fiance. Is there any more news we're adding, or are we not adding? Well, here here we go. So yes, right. here she we was go. getting a bit antsy. She didn't think that I was going to propose. There wasn't much urgency. 
So, and I think she reviewed herself after mid-year and thought, oh, maybe I'm not going that well. Maybe I'm only just hanging in there. Yeah. So she was pretty keen to, um, you know, make the two of us, the three of us. And I was like, gee whiz, well, I'm planning on engaging here, but I can't really say that to her. (laughs) Engaging what? (laughs) Engaging marriage. Yeah, nice. Proposing. So I was planning the proposing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the ring and the deposit had gone down, all the dough had gone. Cleared, got through. Yeah, now she wants now she wants another thing to happen. Thing? Thing? <laughs> no, no, she going thing. great. Brit's camera's just gone up. She's lost her marbles. <laughs> and um yeah, so within the space of like four minutes it felt like yes. there was a baby on the way. Yep. And I'm thinking, gee, we've got to propose now and now she's so it all happened really. So you're going quickly. to be a dad. Correct. Well done. Michael mm. Barlow engaged. And soon to be a dad. He's well done, growing mate. up. Yeah, you've, right become, a, you've become a big boy. Fantastic. Reckon? I reckon we put the uh, PowerPoint presentations away now, Mick, but congratulations <laughs> to you and Riley. Engaged, pregnant, plenty happening. It sparked debate across the world, and it is a bit of a TikTok trend. Now, I'm not really a TikToker, but it's I transcended am. TikTok. My algorithm's you... a bit weird. <laughs> what, what, what do you get in your algorithm? Oh, just, a, check, uh, just check your WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have a question for you. What is there more of in the world? Yeah. Wheels or doors? Wheels mm. or doors? Michael, you you you're the intelligent man I lean on for these answers. It has sparked <laughs> serious debate across the world. Well, I was um going to say that I'm I'm pretty simple in my judgment of things. So, if you ask me that question, <laughs> I'm pretty simple, that's all I heard. Yeah. I'm look I'm looking down <laughs> sitting on that out mix. Sorry, what was Sorry, that? What? I'm pretty simple. I'm, I'm sitting on a chair. Yeah. With Five wheels. <laughs> it took so long to count. Yeah. There's there's three other. I'm just trying to do the quick arithmetic. I think in this room there's 20 wheels and yep. I'm only looking at one door. Okay, but in your house, how many doors and how many wheels? Um, like, oh, good you're, call. You're going to have four wheels So if on you're in the car, city of New York, Mick, and there's all those skyscrapers, yeah, there are not a lot of cars and there's a lot of mm. doors. There's a lot of cars. Do you Cupboard have doors? There, there's always um, cars on the road. In New York. Doors in. <laughs> so what's the Just answer, ignore. Slick? Uh, I'll go with wheels and then, and then there's this bloody baby on the way as well down the track and they get the trucks and all that. There's oh, wheels the car, everywhere. The car Prams. Mm, pram. oh, oh, have you, you looked, looked at, at pram prices, Mick? That's an investment you've, Ve- you've got no, going. Very lucky. Very lucky. The in-laws have, um, I reckon we weren't even pregnant yet and the Thing was ready. What about putting together a the pram? I mean, we've called the thing the baby's been the thing, the pram's yeah, the, the thing. thing. You need to work on the getting terminology. Married, getting married yeah. a thing. <laughs> so the pram, you get this pram, it's like beautiful, costs about $4 million, yep. comes in as a 29 page manual. I was like, Have you read it? I, I was like, are we sending the thing to the moon or are we pushing it around the streets? <laughs> Elon Musk had his hands on it. So, Britt, okay, where are you going? I'm doors. Because doors. think, like, honestly, Wheels. look at how many, even around here, here. how many higher rises type yeah. of, but there are so, elevator doors. doors and every, every car has four doors, essentially, Correct. as a basic uh, rule and of principle. Four wheels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're not getting a free hit with the cars because they've all got doors. So, Michael, you're going wheels. Wheels. Britt, doors. you're going doors. I'm in your camp, Britt. I'm, I'm okay. a door person. Okay, so we're trying to ascertain if there are more wheels. Great, great word. Yeah, no, truth. <laughs> I thought I, I was probably too long for this uh, yeah. company that Maybe I'm Mick in. Make quickly googling ascertain. <laughs> are there more wheels? Ascertain. How do you spell it? A S Z in there somewhere. Ascertain. <laughs> so what are we ascertaining? Are there more wheels? <laughs> 
doors in the world. More Find wheels, more doors. One triple three five three four. Jackass tickets available. Good morning, Nicole. How are you going? Good, thank you. Now, mate, we're joining a TikTok trend here. I don't know if you're on TikTok or whatnot, but it's gone viral around the world. What do you believe? Wheels v doors. What are they more of? Wheels, 100%. Oh, you and me, Nicole. Why? Because thinking of even my son, there's like a thousand Hot Wheel cars in our house. Yep. Oh. Wheels. But don't, do the Hot Wheels cars have doors? Oh, they don't know. I don't know if that counts if they don't open. Yeah. They don't count. Yeah, no, they don't count. Well, if they don't count, neither do the Hot Wheels cars. No, they do, because they, 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 <laughs> the wheels <laughs> move. It'll work, though. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the, thanks, the wheel, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. The wheels Josh, aren't cogging between uh, the years of Britney Taylor. Josh from Dayton, what do you think? 110% wheels. What? Where will it go? Yeah, tell us, Joshy. So you've got your toy cars, like Hot Wheel cars. You've got uh, Lego cars. Um, and then the argument with, with actual cars is it cancels each other out. Yeah. You've got the four wheels and four doors. But I'd like to argue that uh, there's more cars with less doors and more wheels, stuff like trucks. You've got your two-door coupes. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd say wheels actually come out on top of that Have one. Have you been to a prison lately? <laughs> no. A hospital, a hotel, more doors. All hospital beds have that wheels. That's true, but then you've got no, train, yeah, it's don't, okay. Don't prisons have bars, not doors? You've got to lock them in. Yeah, nice. Uh, Joshy, thanks, mate. Uh, let's get to Mark in Scarborough. Good morning, Mark. G'day, guys. How you doing? Mate, tell us, wheels v doors, uh, where do you sit? Well, it's a really hard thing. I, I'm driving my four-wheel, two-door use at the moment. Uh. <laughs> um, Four-wheel. So I'd say wheels, but unless you can answer me who's right and who's wrong, I really reckon it's a moot point. That's a good point. <laughs> no, so there the, is no answer. Well, the official answer is wheels. No, we're not solving a worldwide question from three callers. Where do you ascertain that from? My <laughs> 2 by 9 Triple M, Dead Set Legends. There's a new show on stand called Show Me The Money, following AFL player managers around during the trade period. AFL agent. We've got a common purpose to get the best deals and keep our players in jobs. Do you try and win every trade? Yeah. Negotiations over the years, they can get quite heated. I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to do my job for my player. The Saints offered you a contract. Would you take it? No. I certainly would if you wanted to offer me some extra cash to go back and play footy. But no one's offering to... you a contract now. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> Anyway, it's time to catch up with a gentleman, the bloke who calls himself the Big Sexy, Tom Seckle. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you going? Yeah, going well, mate. Show me the money out on Stan. Tell us a little bit about what happens. Uh, well, um, in summary, it's a, it's a pretty good insight into uh, the AFL trade period and, uh, and then the draft and all the happenings behind the scenes. I'm really looking forward to actually watching this. I've got it right there on my list. Is to Colin watch Young in the weekend. bathtub in a barrel full of water? What? <laughs> there's uh, there's a few different shots of uh, Cole in the bathtub. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you know we tried a few things and they didn't make the cut. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Do you notice the cameras around? Like I just can't imagine that with everyone there and people who are on reality TV, they always say, "No, you just get used to them. You, they're just a fly on the wall." But are you conscious about the cameras being around? Uh, yeah, definitely at the start. I think I think when we first started, there was a real 
hesitance to um, just the conversations you have with players and we're kind of sitting around. It's like now the Hawthorne player that used to be at this club and everyone's just like, come on guys, just speak normally. Um, and eventually you get used to it. And uh, they were around most of the time. They obviously can't be there 24 hours a day, but you do get used to it. And, and all conversations were pretty normal and natural. Um, and everything that's on there is pretty much as it, as it is. And as you saw, as you say, Tom, if it's as you saw, and there would have been some, I suppose, situations where players are talking you know, poorly about clubs and wanting to get out and, and it might not have happened. I think Bobby Hill is an example who you don't, you don't manage, but the, the situations around that, how were the, was there any anxieties from players in terms of what was going to go to air and how it might impact them around their peers? Um, not, not too much, Mick. It's, I think because we'd, we'd never compromise our players or put them in a position where they would be compromised or in jeopardy and have their brands tarnished or anything like that. So that was probably our biggest reluctance going into the series was, um, was clients first looking after them and we don't, don't want them to be compromised or anything like that. But in saying that as well, everyone had sort of, um, control over, I guess if there was anything that, you know, was we didn't want on there or a player didn't want on there for privacy reasons or confidentiality, then they were able to, to cut that out. Okay. So um, it was a bit of reassurance for the, from the player's point of view as well um, and it made it a bit smoother for them. So then all the conversations you saw were pretty natural. Yeah, that's it and makes them really relaxed mm. in that environment. What do you yeah. think the viewer will learn from it for you it's everyday life you probably don't think that much about it it's just what you do but for people watching what do you think might surprise them about uh, what goes on behind the scenes um i think it, i think it's a really good insight for the viewers and i think it's just um some of the things that um they might not know is just how everything can change on just a, just a whim and i think a lot of people think that well oh, this has probably been boiling over in the background which a lot of the times it has, but, you know, a phone call here or there can change a few things and some of the, the conversations can get quite heated as well. So um, just the actual nature of those and, and how they can change. And you saw with a couple of players there and, you know, there's talk of, you know, contracts getting haircuts and all these things and, and the deal's actually being done that, um, you know, there obviously some deals didn't go through. So it, it isn't always um, smooth sailing and, and that's what you kind of see. Tom, I took a haircut to come back and join the Dead Set Legends for this season. <laughs> and I know that you manage one of the three within this, uh, the inner sanctum here, probably one of your biggest names on your books. And I think it might be a little bit of a side hustle. I'm not sure if Hemisphere Management are actually fully aware of, of how you do this on the side for Xavier. How's his negotiations looking for the 1,500 things he does? <laughs> He's a busy man, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> It's judging by his latest Instagram post, it looks like he's applying. It looks like he's applying for the office. So we we could we could be going into uh, we could be going into TV. What did you think of that? What did you think of his acting performance there? Yeah, I, I loved the uh, completely missed the backboard on the Cody shot, which was great. Um, and, and and the funny thing about that is, I can imagine that that is how Xavier is like. That mm. is him to a T. Just that uh, well, just a annoying, annoying, 
annoying personality in the office. Well, the good news is, Tom, that invoice hasn't gone in yet, so there's a bit in it for both of us. But, um, <laughs> mate, you and uh, you and Brittany are linked. Now, uh, people, Bob Peters is the biggest horse owner in Perth. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom Seckle is the second biggest owner in Perth, I'd say, <laughs> having owned Warning, who won the derby in 2019. And I actually led Warning you back. You led Warning after back, After that derby because uh, I interviewed Damien Oliver on horseback uh, for yeah. that day. Gee, You've had a good run with the horses. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a, it's been a great journey, um, absolutely, and um, yeah, no, hopefully uh, there's more to come. We've um, may have a little one there with X involved soon, so that'll be a bit of fun too. Uh, and of course, your grandfather owned Manicato. Yes, yes, he did. He uh, that was a huge thrill for the family. Um, he obviously I wasn't alive to to witness it run, but certainly have you know watched all the DVDs and, and mm. read all the books about the King and the Man, which was Kingston Town and Manicato and and their journey and have got the silks at home and all the frames and um, it kind of, I guess, probably lit the fire in me, just all the interest mm. in it. And um, But it was one of those things where I was very, uh, very early on, I was um, I was taught that horse ownership is is a hobby and not a income-generating activity, that's for sure. Well, that's not what Zave said. He said that Manicato put you through private school. Is no, that mate, true? What a, what a horse. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> hey, Tommy, thanks for joining us, mate. Have a good weekend. I know you've been out on the road for a, a few days, so enjoy the weekend with the family. No worries. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you did. This is Brit's Best. Brit, this is where you're the boss of the, right. the segment. Who uh, quit the year around the, around the grounds in Australia today? Some really good racing. There is Group 1 action out of Flemington as well as in Sydney. I'm going to Flemington for uh, a couple bets today okay. in the Newmarket Handicap. That's a Group 1. I'm with Home Affairs here currently at $4.20. This is the horse that beat Nature Strip last start. Yes. We remember everything went wrong for Nature, Nature Strip. Missed the start. Missed the start. start. It was yeah. horrible. But I thought Home Affairs was super, super brave to fend him off. Okay. And uh, so Home Affairs for me today. Chris Waller said that uh, he probably wasn't 110% screwed down for that first up run. So yep. improvement today, $4.20 will get me in the new market race six, number two at Flemington Home Affairs. Race seven is the Australian Cup, another group one. I'm with Spanish Mission here, trained by Peter Moody. This is the horse that ran third in last year's Melbourne Cup. Former uh, overseas galloper, and sometimes I just like when they've had that preparation time to acclimatise yeah, here in Australia. Look, yep. Thought he hit the line really well first up. So four dollars eighty race seven number three at Flemington. So I get fifty dollars to bet. We'll go twenty dollars on one on Home Affairs, twenty dollars on Spanish Mission, and just locally we'll have a little ten dollars in the first uh, race point taken from our own stable. Okay. Uh, oh, I no, love that's these a sting. Ones <laughs> a sting. I'm about to circle to something. Yeah, just something home. small. She's at eight dollars. She's first up, um, and she trialled well and is going well oh, in the looking, lead up. To looking this. good at she home. Gets, she gets back, and <laughs> yeah. we won't know in the first race how that's playing. So we're just going to have the cheeky ten dollars on, and hopefully she can run over the top of them. So your father's obviously the legend, Jim mm. Taylor. Now um, he's had three. The last three runners he's had. Mm. Um, can you just uh, explain? Two 
two of them to me at least. Uh, Caracapo last Saturday in the Bunbury Stakes went around at $55, no less. Thought yeah, he was no chance. wouldn't have won. Didn't have a cent on and sure enough, he takes so out the fi- Bunbury Stakes. $55 winner there. <laughs> and we then didn't on Wednesday, hear about. Yeah, what happened Wednesday? Winning aces, yep. got back to last. Didn't think he could win from where he was and uh, runs over the top. I think he might have been around $12 or something like that. The star price is 26 bucks on racing.com. Okay, $26 then. Maybe it was a bit more than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> no, I wrote that Actually, down no, earlier. you're probably right. All right, Mick, for and the did you, did, you ha- did you have a cent on that? No. No, no, no neither. Not a cent. Zip oh. cent. Okay, I feel so much better at myself that I didn't know. Probably, uh, probably shouldn't have a cent on point then. Uh, yeah, so today, uh, go again really quickly. That's race one at Ascot, number three point taken, just something. All right, now, because you have circled around the group ones, um, I'm going to head towards a big race as well. We're going to Coral. We're going to Coral, Mick. Nice. Oh, no. uh, town of, I don't know, not many in Coral. We're going to go race five at Corowa, number six, <laughs> Dolphina. Six dollars. Race he's done, five. He's done this before. Number six. And I remember success. how it went. <laughs> Race five, I'm, I'm just number six, Delfina, 50 on the beak. Okay. Done and dusted. That's Brit's mm. best. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. Great break, guys. I've missed you both dearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've missed you both dearly, yeah? Yes. Are you on and a I, weekly contract or yearly? No, I'm floating at the moment. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I would just sharpen the edge a little bit, Mick. Just sharpening this sort. This is where it will sharpen. Right. Okay. Well, I, I'm a professional, so I mix and match a bit. I'm a coach, so I get yeah. up, I use my Ross Lionism, so I take things seriously. I connect in people. Some people just make their bet around here and have just given up on life. Mm. That's unfair, Britt. I'm the fun guy. You know, the big guy. Dazzling turn. Wombat. <laughs> I'm the larrikin in the office. Be quick. I'm the one who nails all the big tips. Ah, truth. Hey, your fingers. Undoubtedly. I'm a high-energy guy. I do sometimes annoy people around here. Did you hear the rumour about Sandra in sales? This is what I'm talking about. I might need a change of tack. I think I'm going to share my tipping knowledge. Squawker. Gawky. Jack Redden. Brownlow. Bontem Pally, all Australian, full back. Joel Selwood, <laughs> Mark of the Year. Richmond, relocate, Tasmania. The Tassie Tigers. Adelaide for the Premiership. Everyone's playing the game. Oh. Just, that's just a quick plug An Academy there for you, Award. Zoe. And what you're and doing. The and the Logie goes too. Well, while we're at it, if you want to win the share of $150,000, <laughs> the winner gets 50000 There's a car in there. You want to do the biggest tipping competition in WA, thegame.com.au. And the reason I bring this up, Zav, you've made your bed, that's you. For the rest of your life, your kids are going to look up to you and look, see you do all these things and be like, my dad is a moron. I'm a oh, larrikin. I'm the larrikin my, of the my, office. I'm the larrikin in the office. <laughs> my dad is a moron. But the reason I bring That's this up unfair. is I've I've got a bit of I've got a bit of an understanding of what's happening with Triple M Footy in Perth this year. There's a few shifting pieces. There's chairs up for grabs, and there's opportunity coming. And one of our very own Zave, maybe uh, venturing down to the boundary. Oh, assist down boundary I did side. catch a whisper about this, actually. Yeah, so I don't know if uh, that's fully been disclosed. And well, whoever she, was hasn't the boundary broken, she hasn't broken the news to the cheer squad yet that she's going to have to leave her flogger on the boundary line. I'm going the next best uh, spot on the ground, and that's on the actual ground mm. on the boundary. Are you going to so, do the boundary? I am. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Not, so all, Brit, not all the time, but on yeah, uh, only when, when it, I can. Only when it suits you'll be doing it. But the reason I bring this up around Zave, so Brit, you're, you're a class act. We yeah. see you at the races, just, you know, you're absolute A+. plus. Zave's down in a D grader, but once you enter the footy, footy realms, you can 
really go off the rails really quickly. Oh. I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. <laughs> We're a bunch of unique individuals. Malthouse, Harley, Zemplis, McLaughlin and myself. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange <laughs> ideas, thoughts and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right. And sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay. Because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us on Saturday Arvos because we just love the footy. Do you know what that is, Brett? No. Mick, explain it. That, that is the pinup boy of boundary riding, uh, Brett Kirk, who was a tremendous individual, by the way, but boundary riding probably wasn't his thing. You know, you so, know that wasn't uh, organised. Like, that was mm, just off, off he went. Off Yeah, and that was dead set, a, a pump up before I the think first I need game. To, I think I need to be playing that before every yeah. game because it so, sort of gets you motivated. Oh, you but you actually, have to understand, you actually have to understand, Brett, that should motivate you to do the job down the boundary very well. Or else that can follow you for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. and you can never tarnish Don't that reputation. It up. Don't bugger <laughs> it up because we'll have the audio. That's something we'll keep for sure, mate. Well done, Mick. Um, that was a fantastic game. Isn't this when you said got hit in the doodle? What happened there, X? Um, <laughs> I think he's been hitting the doodle. <laughs> You'll work your way up to special comments soon, Britt. Yeah, no, well, like, great to have you, Britt. And, of course, thegame.com.au. Triple M. <laughs> that's a free plug again. That's it, Legends. I'm the fun guy. Get more good podcasts on the Listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Big Park. Let their family look after yours.